with Stacy and Daryl on 6.30 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoorservice.ca. instrumental which means you have to fill in the lyrics oh i don't have all the lyrics in ahead of me oh there you are <laughs> that's the way it works all right meat <clears throat> do you just go by meat can i call you meat you just call me meat mr loaf if we're having a fight <laughs> that's how that goes i didn't know we could do other voices than our characters or I, would, I could have done my witch voice or as my husband calls it my the voice, voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could that was like a that was like a car in Saskatchewan at night I could see that one coming forever but yet I still enjoyed the heck out of it uh, and, and in fact in so many ways uh in so many ways oh that's oh, oh yeah look at you setting up and then just you know I set it up and then I didn't knock it down oh yeah. well all right that's where we were going, but it, uh, I, I, took way too long to get there. I love it. That's uh, scary. That was scary. It was. It was. I'll get you too, and your little dog too. Anyway, there's Stacy. All right. Okay. We're talking scary <laughs> stories. Wizard of Oz, not necessarily very scary. Oh no! Can you imagine? But my that, voice kind of scary. That would have been such a frightening. Show back in the day. That's Way true, back right? For a little kid, I guess you know, taking the stuffing out of the 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 scarecrow and then the flying monkeys and what was that most honest uh, TV guide synopsis? It was uh, uh, a girl lands in a strange land, hooks up with uh, with with strangers Three and strangers. kills the first person <laughs> they sees, and continues on a road to killing again and again. <laughs> And flying monkeys as well. <laughs> monkeys, there we absolutely. go. Oh uh, yeah, we're uh, we're talking about this this really cool book that has landed on our desk mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, relatively local-ish author, I guess, uh, Northwest Territories. Never whistle at night is an indigenous dark fiction anthology. What does that mean? There's a bunch of stories, and, and yeah. our next guest has do we, one of them. Do we read the book with the lights on? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Richard yeah, yeah. Vandekamp from the Northwest Territories wrote one of the stories in the book and joins us now. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning, Chris. Hey, hey. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, Happy Halloween to you, too. Yes, our producer, Chris Gardner, sitting in on uh, this interview as well. That's because you guys kind of know each other, don't you? Buddies, yeah. pals. Uh, Richard's son's Chris work with my wife. Into in our the yard past. at 3:30 this morning to pick up the two signed promotional <laughs> copies that we want to give away, and we left the lights on. And we actually have a skunk that lives under our front porch, which I forgot to mention. Chris, did you get sprayed? No, oh, I didn't. God. This is the first I'm hearing of the skunk. <laughs> well, we, there's a reason we didn't tell you. What? A, that was a bil- brilliant bit of manipulation, Richard. <laughs> told you about skunky. Go our check your uh, skunk who's back. Check your doorbell cam, and you'll see Wolverine creeping onto your uh, doorstep at 3.30 this morning. I'm glad you're safe. And, you know, we've had the last four Halloweens have been absolutely beautiful here in Edmonton. So I'm so excited. It's going to be, what, plus five today for everybody? Plus six. Yeah. Plus six. There you go. So, you know, if I could just say to everyone listening, just make sure you've got, you know, flashlights and bright lights for the kids. You know, get those little... uh, those little wraparound lights you can get at the dollar store for the kids and keep them 
well lit because Edmonton loves to speed. And unfortunately, <laughs> you know, we don't want anyone getting hurt yeah. today. So, yeah, I've got a short story in the anthology Never Whistle at Night. It's called Scariest Story Ever. And Ooh. it's horrifying. I actually broke something up. This is the short story I've asked my wife to never, ever read. Oh, wow. When you write horror, you've got to cross a line, and I certainly crossed the line here. I hate myself, but I secretly love it. <laughs> wow, you are selling it as the scariest story ever. It is part of this anthology. But give us a, give us, give us some of the highlights, or at least the Cole's notes. What kind of story is it? I guess it, it sort of relates to what we do for a living. Well, I don't, I don't know. All I know is this. When I was a kid in Fort Smith, Northwest Territories, and I was delivering the Edmonton Journal and the Slave River Journal, Late at night, if you could if you could stay awake, the ionosphere descends closer to the planet. I would stay awake late at night, just praying to listen to six thirty Ched. And it's a real pleasure to be here this morning. So, my short story, scariest story ever, is about a group of kids in the fictional community of Fort Simmer, Northwest Territories, who end up befriending a master storyteller. Her name is Irina, and they dare her to tell them the scariest story ever. And she actually tells them, you know, you don't want this. You're kids, you're only kids for a little while. And they they nag her and they beg her and they do everything that she asks of them. And finally on the big day when she can't back down, the kids show up at her house and her wood stove is going and there's a big pot of water boiling away on the mm-hmm. stove. And Irina sits them down, and she gives them one more chance. You know, you don't want to do this. You don't have to do this. And the kids notice something. Two things are wrapped in frozen black glad garbage bags. And they're sitting on the couch, and they've been thawing. And the things start to move. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And she Uh-oh. says, "This is your last chance." They don't like being thawed for nothing. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. I'll leave it at that. You'll leave and, it at uh, that. <laughs> yeah. I know. Isn't it terrifying? Maybe don't read this. <laughs> nice try. The scariest story ever. Well, may, yeah. maybe you read some of the other stories then that are that are in this. I don't think those are feel good ones either, yeah, though. Probably not. Well, actually, you know, uh, Morgan Talty has a great short story in there called The Prepper, and Shri Demoline, who wrote The Marrow Thieves, has an incredibly disgusting story. It's mm-hmm. body horror called Tick Talk. It's her, it's her greatest accomplishment. I mean, if you love The Marrow Thieves, check it out. But yeah, this is a, an example of Indigenous publishing excellence because it was edited by Indigenous editors. Everybody in the collection is Indigenous. And uh, if you get the audiobook, they've only chosen the greatest Indigenous voice actors. So Shane Ghostkeeper narrates scariest story ever. And he's got that Bush accent. Mm-hmm. He's got that bad boy growl, mm-hmm. like Chris, your producer. <laughs> Mm. Anyways, uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I've received fan mail about my short story in there. Um, I'm a huge fan of everybody who is in the collection. And Never Whistle at Night is is a beautiful, dark, take-no-prisoners. It's like a dogfight. You can't stop watching. You can't (laughs) stop reading. And I'm really proud to be included. I love writing great horror. 
I dug into the scariest story ever yesterday, uh, Richard. I actually made it to the end. And uh, yeah. Well, yeah, congratulations to me. Thank and, you, uh, you know, I, I think uh, what I enjoyed most about your story is it's one of those ones where you, you learn along with the protagonist and uh, you think you know what's coming and you don't until the end. And I, I'm not going to spoil the surprise. Good call. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I love it when the, the light dawns in your head at the same time as the uh, protagonist of the book. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love great. I love great horror. So, did you all see "Talk to Me," the greatest new movie that's come out in the horror genre? No. Did you all watch "Talk to Me"? No. Maybe, maybe don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ringing endorsement, Richard. Hey, Richard, wait, when this is a, a, an Indigenous uh, anthology, is there a tradition of horror stories in Indigenous absolutely. culture? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's always. You know, when you're I don't know where you were raised, but I was raised in Fort Smith, Northwest Territories. And you, when you have like a cool babysitter where, you know, they kind of let you run free, but at, at the end of the day, before everybody gets home, you're begging them, you know, come on, give me the scariest story, you know, and they're like, you don't want this. You know, you're only kids for a little while. Don't do this. And you're like, come on, tell me a good UFO story. Tell me a good Sasquatch story. Tell me a good Wheat to Go story. Tell me a good... You know, it, the haunted wood stove story. Yeah. And they're begging you, don't. And then you you do everything. You clean the house, you wash the walls, you scrub the toilets, you do the dishes, right? And then finally there's there's nothing left. And they're like, okay, here we go. And they tell you a scary story and that's it. You wake up screaming for years. <laughs> that sounds like a marvelous childhood. <laughs> but I, it, there, there is that fascination. We, we'd love to be scared. That's, that's... We'd love to be scared for a little while, but it's, there's you know, you'll be surprised. There's some stories out there that just haunt you for life. Uh, why don't we take a quick break here, uh, Richard? Can you stick around through uh, through a quick commercial break and come back and join us uh, after that? Absolutely. Okay. This is fantastic. I woke up in a handstand this morning. It's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the exuberance overwhelms. That's some sir. weird yoga pose, yeah. I think. Yeah, upside down Richard. Okay, <laughs> back in a moment. This Halloween morning with Stacey and Daryl on 630 Chat is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoorservice.ca. Clap for the Wolfman. We're talking with the author, man, Richard Van Camp, who is a, a storyteller, a mentor. He's part of this uh, anthology of scary stories and uh, joining us uh, again this morning. Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, good to chat with you this morning, Richard. It's, it's, an, it's, it's referenced as being uh, an indigenous dark fiction anthology. Your story, which we don't want to give away in the spoiler alert, are the stories themselves uh, based in indigenous culture, or is it simply that the the authors and the, the whole publishing is indigenous? How, do, how does this work? Your story and the others that are within it. Wait a minute. That, that was like the most complicated question in the whole wide world. <laughs> are the Here's stories indigenous? Know. There you go. Here's I shortened I it up. <laughs> Here's what I know. <laughs> um, I think Edmonton, we have access to 
Edmonton Public Library, greatest library system in the world, in my professional opinion. Um, I want everyone to go down and and ask. You don't have to pay. Um, get Imperial Bedrooms by Brett Easton Ellis if you want a scary read. Edmonton, go to the lobby. It's the last video rental store standing in Alberta. Go talk to Kevin. He's got nothing but scary the occult he's got korean horror which is always spiritual it's the freakiest stuff he's got it um yeah so never with the night i mean everyone who's in there is indigenous i'm really proud to be included as a tlicho denny from fort smith northwest mm. territories but what, what i'm getting um, at what i'm getting because you know i gave you a complicated question so maybe you didn't get yeah. but are the stories about indigenous culture or are they simply stories that could be within any culture is that how they're set i'm just trying to figure out uh, where, where Ooh, all these good come from question i don't know i can't can't answer that one bud Oh. How about yours? All I know Just is your everyone... story. Pardon me? Your story. Your story only. What do you want to know about it? Uh, is it? <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like uh, snakes and ladders. It's so passive aggressive. It's like verbal judo. No, I do. it's, it's an indigenous <laughs> dark fiction anthology. I'm trying to figure out if the stories are based in indigenous culture. <laughs> Are your characters well, indigenous individuals? Why are you yelling? Because of what? <laughs> you know you get worked No up. wonder you're Chris's friend. Is, is this Chris who I'm talking to? No. No, no it's, no. it's Daryl. It's Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Hi. Uh, Richard, what is it about being scared that kids in particular, but also adults, just love? Is it sort of that adrenaline rush? I, I think it is. I think we sign up for things like watching... It follows, or the descent, or VHS, or Hereditary, or Midsummer, or You Won't Be Alone, or You Are Not My Mother. These are great movies, horrifying movies, terrifying movies. And I think it's like I'm going to watch this, and I'm just going to get scared for a little while. And I know that the sun's going to rise tomorrow. But I think with great horror, oh, fill in the blank of whatever that means to you. It just haunts you for the rest of your life. And I, I, I don't think that's what anyone realizes at the time. And when you do the interview, right, what was the scariest movie you watched when you were a kid? Yeah. It's surprising. It's usually like the flying monkeys you were talking about. And the Wizard of know, Oz. Yeah. And the Wizard of Oz or, you know, the house crashing on the witch. I mean, or E.T., when the scientist comes crashing into the room into Elliot's room and Elliot's sick and we don't know if E.T.'s going to make it or Jaws I mean how many of us you know never took a bath again that's true that's true or or Piranha remember Piranha is like I'll only I'll only shower with the lights or Psycho right I'm only going to shower with you know the shower curtain open and you know, my tough uncle waiting outside to protect me. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're a horror fan, obviously. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Richard, thanks for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Have a great, safe, happy Halloween, everybody. And thanks for having me. Masi Cho. Take care. Never Whistle at Night is an Indigenous dark fiction anthology. I'm sure you can get this at the Public Library, which Richard Mm -hmm. was talking about uh, a little bit earlier, and of course, wherever you buy your fine books. And uh, we have two copies, two signed copies to give away. So we'll take two callers at 780-496-0063, and you will be scared. <laughs> Sarah will take care of all that business and make sure that uh, you get the opportunity to, uh, to have the books. Is there something that scarred you as a kid? 
scarred me? No, I read The Exorcist way mm-hmm. too young. I read that book uh, when I was quite young. Way too young. Big I'd, mistake. Well, uh, no, it, 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 if well. It yeah, made. no, he turned out okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was an eye roll, by the way. <laughs> no, that one, that, one, that one stuck with me for quite a while, yeah. I remember going to summer camp and hearing the stories, you know, by the leaders of, of Goatman and Hookman, and they, they, they came and hunted children at camps, sleeping in tents, and it scared the pants off me, and I'd, I'd need a chaperone to go to the bathroom at night because I was, I was not going there by myself because Hookman was going to come and, and, and get me. Pleasant childhoods? Mm-hmm. No, you want them mortified and terrified. That's all about, about being. That's all about growing up. And of course, there's lots of analogies and lots of history and on, on why scary stories were created for kids. But um, yeah, I think there's something for everyone. Morley, was there something you were particularly scared of as a kid? I read Jaws when I was too young. The book, Peter uh, Benson's book, and that's it's that, brilliant. That scared me. It's pretty good too. Yeah, it's yeah, very the good book, book itself. Made, it, the book is so good, I was disappointed when I saw the movie. Ooh. Oh, that's how good that is. That means it's good. 